Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Med- Medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame, and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. This week I'm up in Manchester seeing the last few hours of a Tuesday out with a brilliant comedian and writer, Katie Mulgrew. We don't muck about in this episode where you'll see that we move very quickly from asking questions like whether Copperberg is essentially too wet into a deep exposition of our various flirtations with bulimia. <laughs> Enjoy. Thanks for doing this. All right, mate. Um, so at the start, that's the sound of your gorgeous... Log, what's it called? A wood burning fire. Uh, it's a it's log burner. A log burner. Does I sound like a wanker confronting no, you. No, I sound like a wanker because <laughs> a wood burning fire is any fire. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> we've got each other something to eat or drink. Yes. I've, I've already had a sip of my drink. Oh, I'm you sorry. It's okay. I just it couldn't help myself. It's been a long day. What is this? This is, it's called a uh, Didsbury Gin. And Didsbury's a posh bit of Manchester, it which is, is we're, we're in another posh bit of Manchester well, right now. Well, you were saying it's posh, but you just see my road, which is which is quite leafy. I've seen your surrounding roads. Mate, you, like the road next to me <laughs> has got, have you not been on the A6? No, it's not Didsbury, the road next to you is not Didsbury. No, it's got, it's, it's all charity shops or chicken shops. Well, I love charity shops. Well, I like both things, oh. not at the same time, but there's like one cafe that's, that's gentrified, there's one artisan bread. 
establishment. Amazing. And everybody's waiting, like everyone on the local Facebook groups, like, oh, when are we going to get another, when are we going to get another business, another like ale? We need an ale shop, so we get an ale shop. In Didsbury's that posh now. There's no people in Didsbury that are particularly keen on eating fried chicken no. whilst wearing the clothes of a dead person <laughs> that, that got the no, treat. If you like, yeah. if that's your jam, come to Levershoom. Come to Levershoom. <laughs> Um, and there's no Levershoom gin. This is a pretty local gin. No, there's a couple of gin. I'm not a gin connoisseur, yeah. but the, we do have an artisan market uh, on the Levershoom <gasps> train station car park. We've been. I've we been. Went once, we yeah. went when our babies were tiny and yeah. it was brilliant. And it's dead good. It's like March yeah. November. Um, and the, there's a guy there who's lovely, a bit odd, who will talk to you your ear off about gin and like spirits and Ale and hops. I don't even. I don't really no. know what the fuck. Hop, what is hop a hop? Is. What is a hop? No, it's so much, How long is a hop? But there's a Manchester gin that's got a B on the front, and that's very nice. Oh. But this is yeah, this is gin. The only reason why we have posh gin in the house, yeah, is uh, it was given to us as a birthday present from oh. my husband. Oh. Which is lovely. <sighs> Do you like? Ah. <laughs> I did that for oh, my that was brilliant. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> that was so nice. It's really nice. It's really ginny. It's very refreshing. Yeah, and it's got po- we've got posh tonic. It also, came out of a glass bottle, so it's posh. Also gifted by someone else. Yeah. I didn't buy any of this stuff. I'm like, it's I'm like Glenn's vodka. Mm. The problem... Vladimir. Oh, I did a really loud gulp. That'll, <laughs> that'll go down well on there. Um, I um, The problem with gin and tonic for me, and I love it, is that I'll just... I can probably put that away in three sips. I'm going to have to really watch myself. I can only, I really like gin, but I can only have a couple of glasses and then it starts to get a bit tart. I don't know know why. I think that's the tonic though. It makes me, it just makes my tongue feel a bit like dry. A bit gravelly. I just like, sorry, this is No, this is perfect. Tonic water is the driest liquid. It just feels too dry. It is. Now you're talking about my mouth's dried out as we're. (laughs) Just you can't say the word dry that much without getting a totally barren inner mouth. But I do love it. But I mm. think I only have I can only have a couple of couple of them, and then I'm like, ugh, it's too dry. It's like let's, Copperberg. Let's I can only have, have a couple wine. of Copperbergs. It's the opposite. It's too too much. Yeah, too sweet. It's too much su- liquid. <laughs> oh, do you only like a few big pints? No, no. I just feel it's it's just just it's all a bit much. So my tongue's a bit like, oh, but don't go away. Too much. Ah. <laughs> Your tongue sounds amazing. I think you might have a superpower tongue. When I was pregnant, I got cramp in my legs in the night sometimes. Did you get any of that? Um, not cramp. I just, just like an incessant uncomfortableness. All right. Well, bless you. Just, you but know, with just cramp, like, oh, someone told me. Yeah, tell me about it. With cramps, someone told me to um, drink tonic water before bed. I think it was my nana, and it worked. Did it? But tonic water on its own is rancid. And that experience has really made me realise when you have a gin and tonic that it is the gin that is delicious (laughs) to me. Um, So I've got you some... I've just discovered this company called Rhythm 108. That's the genuine name. I think the nicest vegan... Sweet stuff out of a packet. Are you giving me so vegan food? Yeah. Hey, you should I'm just let me taste it. You should just let me taste it. Oh, then... sorry. Are you a vegan? Ish. Oh, I'm so glad I didn't let you have the soup. 
because it was I was I was like between the Didsbury gin or the soup that I made yesterday. And the soup was pig and Trist- pig Trist- and pork. <gasps> it was absolutely delicious. Sweet potato. Well, but, but it the, sounds lush. It's the only soup that I can make that doesn't taste like thicker. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's just because there's so much stuff in it. The delicious pig, thick mm. air. No, chorizo is the most. I mean, I'm not. Don't start thinking I'm someone who doesn't think a pig's delicious. Um, I you and your fucking morals, get out. It's the environment <laughs> rather than that. Anyway, we I won't do go get into that, that now. Well, later we'll talk about oh. that later. But so I like making vegan stuff. Okay. But this is processed vegan stuff I mean I'm slagging it, slagging it off but I am oh, I let's have wait had, and see what it's like I have had like a beetroot cake before and a courgette cake I'll give out a go I'm going to give things to you in the order that I think they're goodest from least good to most good okay. so first this is a and actually this is how flexible my veganism is I don't think this one is vegan but choco walnut brownie yep um, you've had to prepare this though I had to microwave yes. it for 10 to 20 seconds I went for 20 and then we've accidentally spoken about our lives for a bit. So is it still warm? It is still warm. Um, the, my initial problem with it... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Great, there's a list. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a bit mm. small for a brownie. <laughs> like I like a big, mm. big like, angry brownie mm. stick in my face. Yeah. So I should have bought two. <laughs> Push them together. Mm. <laughs> Push them together. <laughs> Made like a Frankenstein vegan brownie. <laughs> See, vegans are happy. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, it sort of tastes like a brownie, mm. but this, <laughs> it just tastes quite dry. And with the gin. <laughs> oh no. This is heartbreaking. If we had an, if we each had an IV drip whilst we were eating and drinking, we'd be alright. Yeah. My mate is a nurse. I mean, or we could just sip this water. Oh, yeah. My mate is a nurse. She apparently loves nurses to do this. Sorry if you're a nurse listening to this and you don't do this, but when they're hungover, mm. next day, got work, IV. Yeah. For a just have a clear out. Yeah, and it apparently cures your hangover. That is a great tip, guys. Anyone who's got access to a drip. Like mm. pronto. I have a friend with um, Crohn's disease who's had all, lots of his insides taken out and replaced with machinery, and he could just run a line through to get rid of a hangover. It's the same thing. It must be the same it thing. It must be the same thing. I was so, thinking, that's that's awesome, but then, you know, it's got to be what, a couple upsides to having Crohn's disease. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> Give me a perk, mate. This is a lemon and ginger tea biscuit. Mm, really, we should have had it with tea. Okay. Right. I'm afraid it looks dry, but then it is meant to be because it's a biscuit. I wish I'd got you wetter food. Katie, if I'd known. It's not like a thing. It is a thing. It It is a thing. People think that vegan food's all dry. I just just eat baby food. I just do. Just liquid chorizo. Day in, day out. (laughs) There's something quite satisfying about when you blend the chorizo... It's like this lovely, like, sort of, I know it's a bit greasy and meaty, but a little, mm. like, red, meaty lagoon. Mm. Like, whirlpool. Yeah, nice. stop, like, bigging up the thing you didn't make me. I mean, I did make it, it's in the fridge, <laughs> no, but you I'll can't eat it. Yeah, I can't have it. I'll make it for you. I made it for the family, but... Mm. Hey, just... I'm in passing. You're one of the fam. 
I'm one of the family. I like this one actually. It's nice, isn't it? I've had this yeah. one before. I did yeah. know the brownie would be the least good. This is an acceptable biscuit. Like mm. it's, my hairdressers always give me a couple of biscuits mm. um, whilst I'm having my roots done. Yeah. I'd be more than happy to... This is up to yeah. hairdresser standards. Mm-hmm. I think it's really lemony and that tea flavour's nice in it. Yeah. That might that could work if it's a bit too... If the combinations are a bit wrong... If there's any more tea or any more lemon, so it would be a bit rank, but it's really light. And I'm crumbly. actually saying we don't have a cup of tea to dip it in because mm. I think it would taste. I'm sorry. But. Dip it in I your also, gin. I also. Mm, 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 Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try it as well. I mean, if, if it ruins the gin, I'll be livid. Oh, actually. That's alright, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever anyone sees us out from now on, they're like. Just the Yeah. Dipping biscuits in a jelly sure eye. You sure right? Yeah. I might have been able to get sponsorship for this podcast off Rhythm 108 until we dip their biscuits in our gin. <laughs> <laughs> Not likely. That sure's alright. Mm. I do love a, it's one of my favourite things is a biscuit dipping tea. Mmm. One of my favourite. Oh, it's just one of the best things in the world. What's your favourite dunker? Oh. Yeah, I don't eat that many biscuits, but mm. I reckon it's like an old favourite. I reckon rich tea. I reckon. I like a chocolate digester as well, though. But something just very comforting on a winter's day. Mm. Not really like soups comforting stew, but dipping a biscuit in some tea is yeah. mega comforting. Oh, it's so comforting! But I want I want there to be a bit of jeopardy. I want like a custard oh. cream or something. Not, I think a hobnob's the worst because it's so flaky and crumbly. You just have to leave it in for long enough that it, there's a possibility that it could yeah. collapse, slough off, <laughs> and then you get the slurry at the bottom. It's so <laughs> delicious, delicious slurry. Yeah, <laughs> it's something with a kind of molten innards, like a bourbon or a custard cream. Yes, please. I've not I've never really been into jammy dodgers that much. No, me neither. I'm not a jammy dodger fan. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what my favourite biscuit is actually. Um, those they only brought them out not recently they brought them out when I was probably at uni the um, the digesters but the caramel oh amazing yeah they um, I mean when I was smoking weed as a university student yeah oh they were they turned my world around <laughs> that was dinner yeah it was lush mate <laughs> I used to I did not at times as a student I used to eat like special kale cornflakes cornflakes for actual tea mm. and it's not like I don't like food or enjoy food mm. you can't do that now as an adult can you I think some people do do you never have cereal for a meal anymore breakfast oh just the appropriate one oh, I did the special K diet for a bit oh god in the early 20s no it was when I worked at it was very brief because I only worked there for like a month because it was so boring and horrible I worked at Ivy Nicks right and in the shoe department oh, <coughs> I, boys, I, like, I actually cried it, it, it oh. genuinely bored to tears I've never been bored to tears and I, just, I went and cried <laughs> in the stock room because I had a silly one for six hours oh what <laughs> so no one goes in it's too expensive very, it's very rare that someone has the dollar to buy a Jimmy Tube yeah no two Jimmy Tubes not the one <laughs> 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 but yeah I, I remember uh, being on the special K day but like being so hungry all the time. Oh, like, it's so heartbreaking. Well, special case for the crap. Oh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's got more sugar than 
It's quite so addictive. Much, like, yeah. you just wanna, you, and also, you're only supposed to eat two bowls and then a main meal, but you just, <gasps> you just that's yeah, you eat both breakfast, a bowl for lunch, and then you have dinner. What about fruit and vegetables? And you don't have anything else. <gasps> that's awful. That's just sugar. So no wonder you're here. starving. But then, I was also doing quite a lot of pills, so I don't know whether, <laughs> I don't know whether it was the pills. <laughs> Special care. I look at pictures back then I was like holy is it my husband's godly I was like holy god I was well fit when you met me he was like yeah but you're also off your face <laughs> it's, like <a> <laughs> it's like a size 8 mate mm, yeah but you, but you had no inside of your mouth Valley <laughs> yeah. oh, right. of the Dolls did Valley Dolls in it. One of the characters, um, is, she goes to like Switzerland, set in the nineteen sixties or fifties, and they're all movie stars. And one of them goes to Switzerland, and gets put in a coma. <gasps> she says she can lose weight for like three months. So they just put, so they just like pump her full of the vitamins. But yeah, I don't what? know if that was a real thing in the sixties. But yeah, I've never heard of Valley of the Dolls. Oh mate, it's great. It's trash, but it's brilliant. Is it a book? Yeah, it's Series. a book. I think they made a movie. They made a movie of it. But it's all about like three actresses in Hollywood in the 60s. I've not read it for years, but I remember loving it. Who go to that extreme. To... It's loads, yeah. It's, it's, God, I think I read it about 10 years ago, but there is one, one of the characters in it, like, pops off to Switzerland for three months and gets, purposely gets put in a coma to lose weight. Maybe that's what Dignitas is secretly really all about. <laughs> Very thin corpses. <laughs> Right, the last thing I've got to, for you to try is a sweet and salty almond okay. chocolate bar with oats and almond butter filling. Okay. I think this is one of the best vegan chocolate bars I've had so far. That's... In the last year or so of being is, vegan-ish. Is, that a, is it a high bar to hit? I think it's really nice. You we, look we've, so sceptical. We've only eaten half the brownie, we didn't eat the full brownie. Well, I'm not that fussed about the brownie. Alright. Even warm, although it's nice and warm. Oh, for it's covered in chocolate, alright, I'm hopeful. Yeah. There's no milk in it though, is there? Well, th- there's how, some kind of milk, milk, but it's not a cow's one. It's milk with a Y, so obviously, I think they've probably made it with a nut of some sort. So you can't have any milk from a uh, an animal? No. So like... Did you try your own breast milk? Yeah. But you should have, because... No, that's all right, because I'm a human. So I could consume I human I, I, flesh. I, I wouldn't try my own breast milk. I wouldn't do it. It was just sweet, watery. It didn't taste like milk. It just tastes like sugary water. I think my breast milk was shit, because you didn't really have it. <laughs> that's why I didn't want to try it. I was a bit like... Yeah. I mean, you it's can't have to try fun. someone else's. <laughs> no, you can't, mate. <laughs> I think it tastes like a giant... um, Like a... A sweet that you get a smaller version of in like a box of chocolates, but like a yeah. giant version of one of those. It's not. It's, it's better than I thought it was going to be. Right. I had. I had no hopes. Absolute, right. Like I no could tell from your face. Um, you thought it was going to be as what? repulsive to you as your knocker milk was. It's got quite a nice salty aftertaste, which mm. sounds filthier than I meant it to. <laughs> <laughs> a nice salty aftertaste, mm. not. Not jizzy. No. Ugh. Oh, mate. Sorry. Oh, sorry. 
we perhaps just were really rude then and that's <laughs> I don't think this is what the podcast is about. But I accidentally on stage once tell the audience <laughs> <laughs> Tell me <laughs> <laughs> that I swallowed because it was less admin and it couldn't be a bother to tidy up. <laughs> and I hated the taste, but I was like, meh, see that this, so I have to tidy up afterwards. Literally, yeah. just less admin. It is. Like the dirty way. Just yeah, how like, do they react? Because I, I hear that, but maybe I'm because I'm jaded, but I hear that and go, well, exactly. Yeah. Because otherwise, you just got to find like a sock or something. <laughs> Sorry, this is not what they yeah, Or wreck your sheets. This is a podcast for, about food. It's not as much as I've got into it. Well, it's technically serves me right for feeding you something vaguely salty. <laughs> of course we've got a I'm story not, about yeah, spam. Good Lord, I'm a lot more highbrow. No, I'm not. I'm not. I really like these, but do I only really like them because I haven't had real chocolate for ages? Oh, yeah, but that's fine. It's nice though, right? It's nice, but... Has somebody who's had chocolate like yesterday? Mm. It's I can imagine you, mate. I, I, <laughs> you you do you. This is lovely. It's well, so nice. It's a bit like though, like if you've had now but porridge for like. Oh right, okay. So if you're Oliver Twist, you've had now but gruel for like your whole life, mm. and then you about ten, you get to London. Artful Dodger nicks you an apple, mm. like half rotten apple. Apples are alright, but they're probably the shittest fruit, aren't I they? I swear to God, I you're don't gonna feel... be like, this apple's amazing, it's the best thing I've ever tasted. It's like, mate, there's other things out there, there's fucking this trifle. <laughs> I don't like trifle. No, I don't, but some people do. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I genuinely don't feel like veganishness is a gruel, gruel life. I have cooked some amazing stuff. Like chocolate bars. It's a shit apple, but it's nice. Right. But you're not calling it gruel, you're calling it shit apple. You know, it's like... It's it's not trifle. If if the levels are... It's a rubbish Snickers, and that's not bad. It's a a rubbish Snickers. I think it's a better Milky Bar. Milky Way. You... I think this it's a better I, Milky Way because of the flex of salty almonds. You have to stay positive about all the food that you eat. No, I thought <laughs> I thought the brand was shit, and that wasn't vegan. I really love vegan cheese. Obviously, honestly, it tastes like real cheese. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> you won't catch me saying that about vegan cheese. The reason why I don't think I could be a vegetarian or a vegan because I totally, morally, mm. I totally get it, and I would be definitely on board. But I cannot cook very well like I do it's taken me many years I'm like 33 and I've mm-hmm. probably got about five or six recipes that I've got and they're all, they all include meat and I do substitute them for like soya I just think if you're going to be a vegan or a veg you've got to, you've got to be able to cook and mm-hmm. it's not it's not a natural gift to me fine we've covered a lot of my questions there in that one impromptu comment which is very cool. Don't have to finish it. You're really. I do like it, but it's like, when I say it's a shit Snickers, that's a compliment. I like a Snickers. Love a Snickers. I'd rather eat a bad Snickers than no Snickers at all. Um, <laughs> is that a terrible benchmark? Is but it's it? probably healthier than a Snickers. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. See, I'd definitely eat this if I was wanting a chocolate bar, but I wanted to feel not guilty about it afterwards. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. They're much healthier. 
when you get them from? Do you have to go to a special weird I bought these online, but, but only because I'd already... No, it's not a shop called a wizard. They do them in BP <laughs> garages. <laughs> Unless yours has got wizards working in. They do some of the biscuits in Costa's, and they do B, in the BPs that have got M&S's. Sell these. Probably high in fibre. Yeah, so good luck on the toilet. 46% less sugar. You know what? Yeah, I'd, if I if I was being healthy, I would... I'm on board with this. For me, I think that's an unhealthy thing, but a bloody delicious one. Say scrum diddly umptious. Hello! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. Is there any food that makes you angry or have any other random emotion? Oh, God. What food makes me angry? Celery. Do you hate it? I hate it raw. I'll put it in food. You, know, you have to do with soups and shoes and that. Have to? The law? You've got to bulk it up, haven't you? <laughs> oh, well, I'm starting to get a little bit of an idea why your soups might mainly taste like thick air. I get visibly. You've I got get, like, to bulk it up. <laughs> put like, a little stuff in it, haven't you? <laughs> it's like an, it's an extra veg in it. You just yeah. got to bug it in. <laughs> <laughs> but I get genuinely angry when I can hear. Oh, it makes me. Oh, I don't like it. What, the crunch when somebody's eating a raw celery. Oh, it goes absolutely through me. Yeah. And just the smell of it. The smell of celery roll, like when I'm cutting it and putting it in food, I actually, I have to hold it away from me whilst I cut it. It's just, made, but I still, I, I put it in food, but I just don't like it. But as soon as it's cooked, it yeah. ceases to offend yeah. you. Yeah. Fascinating. Mm. Love yeah. it. Five second rule, yes or no? Oh, yeah. Fine. That was easy. Oh, um, shot steamers as well. Oh, you're back on the anger. Yeah. No, it makes me angry, but um, they just send me under. Send I'm... you under. <laughs> yeah, <send me> under. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Make you miserable. Give you like depression. Send me under, like, don't like it, sending me under. Because... Oh I like that. <laughs> You're sending me under. Is that is that Manchester <laughs> thing? Be, yeah. They like, send me under. Give it to my son because they're a really good source of yeah. it. See, but they're like I can't put I can hold them but I can't put mouth because you put a piece of that's in my mouth, I feel like it's someone's little finger. What? Like Hang on, sorry, soul. stop a minute. <laughs> you can hold them, yeah. but you can't put them in your mouth. I feel like I'm eating someone's finger, like, like a baby finger, like, and it pops and it's horrible. Oh, <laughs> I'm worried about you. <laughs> the consistency, I think, like the softness of like It's like eating ovaries or something. But they're so tangy. Oh no, because it's all because the wrinkles on them, I think. It's it makes just, me feel like a finger. I've never heard that before, but it's amazing. I kind of get, I can see where you're coming oh, from. It's something fingery. It's something. The wizened finger of a baby <laughs> chimp. <laughs> but a fat one. It'd have to be a really yeah. fat one for there to be anything to pop. Yeah. Jesus. A chubby finger. God, I've really enjoyed all those snacks, but I feel quite queasy now. <laughs> Um, like when are you are there times where you're like starving they're like particular times you're like hungry compared to other times and or are there any times where you're like you can't eat no get it I don't eat before gigs because I've had big like dinners before gigs and then burped into the microphone it's disgusting <laughs> or like 
and I had braces on for a year. If I ate anything, I like, made a mistake of eating crusts in between acts and just would, when I was talking, it would just land on someone's forehead. <laughs> the audience. You could just see it. It was like a launch pad, like off my front tooth. Like in someone's drink off someone's like head. Or, and then you have to, because everyone can see it, you have to be like, I'm so sorry that I ate some crisps. When, anyway, give it up for the act that you just instead you will go to the break. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah, I can eat all the time. Yeah, so there's no particular time where you're like always starving. I just really like food. I mean, there's mm. definitely times where I don't need to eat and I do, which is probably bad. But Dude, I, just, I mean, you're a human being in 2018. I just love, I just really love eating. Yeah. It's my favourite, it's like my favourite thing, eating and drinking wine. Perfect. I mean, there's a reason we're friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me about um, <coughs> um, growing up. So when you were, um, yeah, when you were growing up, in your house, did there, was there anyone that did cook it? Did you always have enough to eat? What sort of stuff was cooked? Were you ever shown cooking? Not really cooking. So my mum is Northern Irish. Uh-huh. Um, my dad does not cook anything. My dad is uh, just only really figured out how to use toaster last year when he's 73 this year. Um, he, he once called my sister, she's a teacher, a special needs teacher, he once called her, she hadn't lived... She hadn't lived at home since she was 18, but she hadn't even lived in the house that they'd moved to. I rang her during class to ask her how to use the oven, because that one was... And she wow. went, I don't, I don't, I've not even lived there. I can't even tell you how to use the oven. That's so, amazing. My granddad yeah. was like that. Yeah, totally. Um, he tried to fry a pork pie once. <laughs> <laughs> but he could use a microwave, and I think actually that saves a lot of people who can't... He's better now. Thing. He's a lot better now. Yeah. Like he, can, he can put on a pizza and stuff now. But yeah, my mum was, she left home when she was 15 uh, and moved to England and then met my dad when she was 16. Wow. So everything was either, there was, she could do like some basics, but generally it was just a lot of um, like oven chips and steaks and, uh, you know, like a pre, like pre sort of packaged, Marks, always like Marks and Spencer's like nice stuff. Posh, or, or, yeah. posh. Ready like, meals, basically. Yeah, yeah ready meals, all like baked potatoes and stuff. All like, yeah. but they're the Chinese. But they're like we go to Chinese and quite a lot of takeaway stuff. Where did you grow up? Rochdale. Uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah, so but you had takeaways from other countries like that then. It's... We had like Chinese and yeah. Indian, but that was it. Like my mum doesn't know what sushi is. My mum, <laughs> I, 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 I was at the last Friday and I. I said, oh, I'm just having a bit of lunch. And she went, all right, what are you having? I was like, I'm having a bit of smashed avocado on toast. She went, what? <laughs> smashed avocado. She went, what's that? That sounds lovely. I was like, well, it's like a bit of avocado with some salt and some garlic. You put it on some toast. Oh, that sounds amazing. Like, I'm just getting over that other thing that you showed me. I was like, what thing? She's like, oh, the, the fish thing. I was like, what do you mean the fish thing? She's like, the egg and the fish thing. I said, do you mean eggs benedict? Do you mean salmon with an egg on top? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm a working class girl from Belfast. I don't know. I don't know these things. I love it. All uh, right. Uh, she asked me if sweet potatoes once were, were man-made. So <laughs> <laughs> was she man-made? She was like, what do you mean? She's like, genetically modified? Like, is it man? Like, no, but they've been, like, they've been around for ever. You just haven't ever cooked one or seen one. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. <laughs> Are they man-made? That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, but we ate a lot. Like, the pro- yeah, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of food. I was quite a big child. Uh, I got, uh, I was quite a spoiled child because the youngest of... Uh, sort of big family, like four kids. Yeah. My sister was six years between me and the next one. Right. So I was sort of overindulged quite a bit. Uh huh. Um, so I was taking to McDonald's far too much. Right. And I was quite, I was quite a chubster. <laughs> As a little kid. Until I was about thirteen. Puberty. And then right. I made a concerted effort because school is mean. <laughs> school is mean. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, I mean, that's... I was definitely a... I was an only child and spoilt with sweets and stuff by my dad. And my mum would be... My dad worked away and would come home at weekends and mum would desperately try and make it so that I was only allowed sweets on Saturdays. But he would just bring so much home <laughs> that it, even by my in quite impressive standards... I'd have chocolate and stuff for the whole week. But it, that went on to when I was older, but not old enough to buy booze. He'd bring me back enough Alco Pops for me and all my mates in our early teens. It's too late to call social services, anyone listening. all your mates were like, you're Exactly, yeah. I turned up with two plastic bags from Tesco's full of hooch. And Caribbean Twist. Do you remember that one? The worst one was a... Reef, orange reef, because it had this pulp at the top, so you'd open it up, and then you'd have to take the pulp out of the top. But yeah, no, I I got dead skinny when I was about 13, but it was a... Did you do it healthily? No. No. I did, I did, I exercised quite a bit, and I just stopped uh, eating as much as I did. Then I got a little bit obsessed. I wouldn't wouldn't go as far as to say I had some sort of... I had like a disorder or anything, but I just used to, I used to weigh myself like twice a day. I mean, so that's not great. That's I went over six though, and I wouldn't, <gasps> wouldn't eat. Oh man! I used to hide food under my plate. But it was really funny because people, like my family, would rib me about being chubby and being a bit fat. Yeah. So I remember saying to my brother, bless him. Like I remember being like, well, he said, can you eat something? Like we were, we were going to a to a dinner. He was like, can you just eat something? I was like, mate, last year you were telling me to not eat something. So what am I supposed to do? 
patriarchy. Yeah. I knew about him then. <laughs> I was just like, well, you're telling me, went, yeah, I just think, I just don't think. And then I went on a cruise. I went on a cruise with my parents and I just ate everything. I was going to say that. That'll, cu- yeah. that'll cure anyone trying to stop themselves. <laughs> well, it still sounds like a disorder, but just not one that got too embedded and or ever lasted for horribly long. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. I hardly know anyone who didn't have a phase. I think everyone does. Yeah, I, I, I did. I would never have said I was bleeding, but there was a good four or five years where I uh, threw up if I ate too much. Right. Yeah. I mean, but not like as a daily thing. Or, no, no, yeah. no. Just I had there. a phase. I had a phase of that when I was about, probably about 13, 14. Yeah. I don't know how long it was. It's probably only ever like the old fortnight at a time. But I remember once, I'd forgotten this. I remember when I was living with just my mum by then and her obviously knowing what was going on because she wasn't stupid yeah. and calling me on some sick that I'd oh left God. in a loo that hadn't so flushed but it was chocolatey sick so it looked like a poo and I just tried <laughs> to blag that it was a turd and she just sort of went well I know it's not and walked out like Oof. yeah but then now as a mum what I, would you but, do yeah do you just have to go well hopefully it'll be a phase let's just monitor this you know, I've had the weirdest thing that I think stopped. I had another, and then it stopped again. Then I did it, it started doing it again in university halls. Yeah, I think that was similar. I think all girls, I think a lot, most girls do it. You have like a bit of a phase teenage, a bit of a phase at uni, then you hopefully grow out of it. I, do you know, genuinely, I mean, there was, there was probably a bigger psychological leap, but I, what I honestly think snapped me out of it was that once I'd eaten a big dinner or whatever, a hot dinner of some sort, and then ice cream. And then gone to puke that up, and the cold puking up something that's still cold <laughs> in with other hot stuff was one of the oh. most. And I just genuinely remember, and obviously like nineteen by then or eighteen, kind of going, "What are you doing, yeah. woman? Like, what? Just don't have yeah, to just do don't it. Have it. You don't have to. Yeah. This is is it worth this? This is yeah. disgusting. Oh man." Well, normally I have to get through loads of much more inane questions before I get to people's juicy, <laughs> juicy stuff. Oh, yeah, no, I'm an open wound of a woman, right? Oh, <laughs> too much heart on my sleeve. As a kid, were you fussy? No, I mean, it was weird because there were some things that I was fussy, so I remember whenever... But I did, weirdly, I think my mum made me fussy. It was sort of a bit odd, like, I remember when we went to McDonald's, she, we'd have to wait for my special burger, which was like... Extra ketchup, extra mustard, no onions. But I, I don't remember Evan saying that like, I didn't like onions. <laughs> and then there was like, everyone would have spaghetti bolognese and I'd have, and I still, it's still my comfort food now. And I remember having it at university for the first time in halls and the three girls I lived with, two of which are still my best friends, going, what is that? What are you cooking? And it's spaghetti, but it's the Campbell's condensed chicken soup. And you put that on as the, as the sauce because it tasted a bit like carbonara. Right, but I, I still have it on days that I feel like a bit of oh, a bit of comfort. So yeah. we used to make that for me, and everyone else had bolognese. I hate so bolognese. chicken soup and cooked spaghetti. Yeah, it's like condensed, so it's so it's the saucy sort of stuff. It's not oh, nice. Yeah, so you put it actually, it actually tastes a bit like carbonara. It's lovely, but I think because I used to have it as a kid, it now makes me feel like all comforted and like, yeah, all nostalgic. Yeah. But yeah, but I never, I don't remember ever saying I don't like bolognese though. <laughs> it was just like a bit weird like I don't remember ever being like I don't like that um, it's impossible to know the truth yeah, about that remember. time I can't remember there was also I mean I think it's all it's all out of goodness my mum bless her she's just she's got a big heart and stuff 
Um, but I was quite a chubby child because when I was 10, I wasn't that chubby until yeah. I got to about 10. And then I had like an accident. Not, I mean, it's, it sounds like quite a funny accident, really. But <laughs> well, you set me up to laugh at it, so <laughs> it was, fingers crossed. It was horrific at the time. Oh, no. So I went out sledging. Um, with my older sister and brother. God, I'm already struggling not to laugh. Something to do with sledging, actually. But I came in and lol, we hadn't cleaned up after ourselves, so there was snow all over the floor and the floor was wet. And my mum was cooking this massive dinner. It was like on New Year's Day. This massive chicken, chicken tonight, white wine thing in the oven. And she got it out of the oven and I was sat drawing or colouring or something. Um, And she slipped. (gasps) And she dropped the pot. It went over onto my onto my foot. The whole contest went onto my foot, and I remember just screaming in absolute agony, pain, like, um, and like she put my foot into cold water and like wrapped it up, but then wrapped it up in a load of cold water and took me to A and E, and I got seen straight away. Um, but yeah, it's like the hole in my foot, so I couldn't walk in it for about two months. So no, because it burns. Yeah, it was really badly burned. Yeah. I remember really? cutting the scab off it because it was oh. a hole in my foot, and I remember my my cousin at the time like near, like <laughs> fainting because they were cutting away the, the whole of the inside like a massive blister. It was a heat. My whole foot was a blister. But I should have had crutches. But my mum was like, and I never really because I was only like ten or something. I never said, "Oh, can I have crutches?" So I just had a wheelchair. So I just sat in a wheelchair for two months. <laughs> And just ate loads and was just like I put on like so much weight. Stacked it on, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah I remember when it, when I came off the. You're still a bit scared of chicken tonight. <laughs> yeah, I mean I got PTSD. I can't go past the aisle in Tesco's. <laughs> I can't see that little guy. You know the little guy yeah, with, the little with the hat on, <laughs> the, the top hat. But um, my uh, my brother and my dad have apologised so many times for this um, since, and and I don't. At the time, it was horrible, but um, I remember when I'd come out of the wheelchair and I put on a lot of weight, and my cousin's around, because he spent all the time at our house at the time, and I got up to put my pyjamas on, and I came downstairs, and no one realised I was there, I don't think, obviously. So everyone's in the kitchen, like my entire family, six of us, my cousins, and they're basically ha- like roasting me for being so fat. Oh, like, mate, like, I want to cry. They're like saying they need like, a forklift truck to get me out of the out of the, like, the wheelchair and everyone's like laughing and I was just like and it was so horrific God. and I remember locking myself in my bathroom and crying um, I, I thought about it I think a lot when I was a teenager and you know my weight has been up and down like until I got to about 22, 23 when it's sort of just I've always been like a 12 um, but I remember mentioning it as like a 20 year old just, just, just mention it not even being like I'm still pissed off about that just like mention it and my God bless my brother, who's now a priest. His face, and when my dad... Think he'd forgotten about it. Well, they, they, they didn't even remember it. They were just <gasps> like, we don't even remember that. And I was like, yeah, I sort of internalised that. And it was sort of affecting me for a couple of years, actually. And God bless, I remember them separately coming into my room and being like, so sorry, I don't even remember doing that. And if that made you feel bad about yourself, I can't even, like, I'm so, so sorry. But just thinking we were all just having a bit of a joke and a laugh about other stuff and then... I think someone just made a bit of a joke and I was like, cool, but I was 10. Yeah, I mean... wheelchair for two years, two two months. There's fat shaming and there's fat shaming a kid. Like, the the brutality of that, ultimately, it's... Yeah, I knew 
were all it, just having a laugh, and it yeah, was, there was yeah. no meanness to them. No, no. and they're stuff. obviously gobsmacked that there were any repercussions. But that stuff stays, mm. in your... and genuinely now, it don't, it don't, it doesn't upset me or anything. But I think when I, I did think about that on and off for a while. Mm. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Do you know what? I, I, I will try pretty much anything. I don't oh, think nice. I, I won't try bugs. Bugs? Because I don't like bugs. Fine. But that, maybe reasonable. I should try them then. It's Why? like revenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think for me, I think stuff like locusts and bugs is potentially where we'll have to get our protein in the future. Do you reckon? So I just think, don't bring it on any earlier than you need to. Uh, I'd be terrible. Would you be good on, like, I'm a celebrity? Yeah. No. Awful. And I also think that a lot of those trials are not okay. Like, I, like I, in terms of, like, when everyone's laughing when people are eating witchy grubs, I'm like, yeah, but you are eating alive. Like, it's it's yeah. alive. It's pretty dark. It's, it's kind of bit Indiana Jones kind of it's an ugly little live creature. monkey brain. Yeah, no, no one horrible. cares. No, everyone's like, oh, well, it's just... When when that girl had to eat that live spider, I thought that was that was one of the worst things I've seen on telly. Genuinely, because it was scared. It was trying to jump out of her mouth. Like that's it's horrible. Yeah, I mean I couldn't agree more. Um, but um, but I if think you... the weirdest thing I've what the hell the weirdest thing I like I got it by accident when I went to Paris a few years ago. I ordered a steak and it was steak tartare, which is yeah. one of the, the rare mints. It's basically like raw mints, yeah, basically, raw mints, but yeah. really nicely seasoned. It's amazing. It's lush. It's so good. Because <laughs> it came and my friend who I sat with went, oh, are you going to eat that? I went, yeah, I'll give it a go. Oh, it's my favourite. I think it's like my favourite thing. I just went to Paris with my husband in December. <laughs> I had it two nights in a row. We only went for four to three nights. And for two nights in a row, I had There's no better time. place, I though. Fun, so I just want to eat it. That's my favourite. I'd never heard of it. And then when I was a student, my friend Archangel said, let's save up and get on the waiting list and go to the Ivy. And I'd heard of the Ivy. It was the only (gasps) posh restaurant I'd ever heard of. We waited three months and saved up all our student loan. And it was so fun. And they were so nice to us, even though we were clearly like giddy children <laughs> in our scum converse because we were so appreciative of everything but we went out of our way to try the scariest stuff in there and that's why I had steak tartare for the first time and I was like I love it <laughs> I almost had snails in a, but then again insects I, I would think I would give frogs legs a go I think steak tartare is pretty weird it is weird, and you, really when you stop and think about it I think that's a good weirdest thing to have ever eaten but it's really yeah but it's it's just really nice I don't know why it's so nice, it just is. It looks horrible as well. Yeah. It doesn't look appetising. It's good for you. Is it? Well, it's very rich in protein, isn't it? Yeah. And iron. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like my safe to be pretty much blue. When... Which is weird, because when I, was, when I was growing up, my mum, everything was well done. Right, to be safe. To any, well, I just don't think they ever tried it any other way. <laughs> Fair so every time I went to a restaurant, I only sit at home because everything was burnt to a crisp. I am, um, I, uh, so I went quite vegetarian-y quite late on in my 30s, but never full on. And up until that point, I'd been like a rare steak person, like the bloodier the better. And then 
Um, and then I was never like 100%, but I was vir- virtually vegetarian. And then when I got pregnant, my body screamed at me for stuff, for exactly the type of meat that you're not going to have when you're pregnant, like the really bloody, like, steak tartare. I was begging <coughs> you for have it. it. Yeah. I think you've got to listen to your body. I think you have, yeah. It wants it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, um... And it was only like, actually after finishing knocker feeding that I sort of start to feel a bit more like I could intellectually choose what my body was screaming <laughs> at me for. There was tea. I couldn't drink tea. <gasps> I hated tea. And I loved it. Like, I couldn't... I just... I, the taste of tea when I was pregnant not me sick. It was like horrendous. Really? Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't even smell it. I think that's your body talking to you as well, though, because I love coffee, but for the first probably five months, the smell of it even... I got a really heightened oh, sense yeah. of smell. Did you but get then that? I wanted a cigarette more than life itself. <laughs> and you don't yeah, smoke? I, I used to smoke years oh. ago. When I was pregnant, my butt, like, it's just, I, I, used to, I used to smell them. I used to smell them <laughs> cigarettes. I had no idea why, but like, my body would be like, you need to stay like, what cigarette so much. Oh man, well that throws all my theory about listening to your body out the window. I don't know, it was that woman, wasn't there, that famous one that um, had to go to hospital because she had a, her body wanted her to eat petrol. <gasps> she, she, she had like um, a, a, a cloth and she just sniff petrol it. and sniff it. And then, I love the and smell she of had petrol. To, she had to go to hospital because <gasps> she burned all the inside of her throat. She <sighs> but it's what she craved. <gasps> Some women crave coal, though, apparently. Chewing coal or something. Yeah, chalk. My chalk. boyfriend was doing um, a like, maternity cover at a job, and she'd obviously gone to have a baby, and um, her top drawer was all full of chalk she'd been nibbling. There was one night, and it was only one night, where I rang up my husband and I said, you have to go and get me a red velvet cake on the way back from work. And he went, what? I went, you have to get me a red velvet cake. He said, well, what's a red velvet? Is that a specific cake? He's like, it's a very specific cake. I have to get me it because I need it right now. I like the word need. I need, I need it. And he was like, are you serious? He's like, yes. I said, okay, I'm going to have to call you because I don't know what it is. So I have to call you in the middle of the supermarket. And call you in the supermarket. <laughs> okay, he's, he's going down the line, all these different cakes. So it's, it's called red velvet. Just, I need a red velvet cake. I mean, look now. for the one red cake, yeah. you moron. <laughs> Super excited, <laughs> this little cake master. <laughs> I ripped the box open and I picked it up with my hands and started eating it with my hands. And he was staring at me like, I don't know. It's like a horror movie. I just, I, I ate it with my hands. I didn't I get anything like that. All the crumbs like falling down my, whilst I was eating with my hands. Like, all the crumbs were coming down my, you know, on the floor around my feet. <laughs> and all I was going to do was just get a dustpan the brush and just like sweep around me. I love it. <laughs> I am. Um, I my body told me that if I hated the stick, the smell of coffee, which I'd previously loved. Suddenly, would I'd be dry heaving just at the smell of it, and so obviously I just stopped drinking it. And then about six months in, so really pregnant, I was on my way from a thing in the day to a gig, knackered, and I was in a pret, and I like the smell of coffee. I was like, it smells delicious again. Yes, <laughs> get in. I'll have one. And um, so I went and got the weakest coffee they do, like a filter coffee, and had a few sips, and it was so yummy. But then I got, I took it as a takeaway, and I got like about ten steps out, and was like blown away. But I started sweating, and I just had, I, just, I drank about half of it, and I had to puke it into a drain. Oh no! But I think that's less. I think I'd got ready to drink coffee again, but I'd forgotten how strong a drug coffee is. Yeah. And how your uh, your resistance to it can plummet if you don't drink it at all for six months. 
because it's powerful. Oh, yeah. Apparently it's the second most addictive drug to cocaine. No. Yeah, it's more addictive than heroin. I think... Do you know why I think there's a chance that that's true? There's just the sheer density of coffee shops everywhere now. Like, I can just envisage a future where it's treated like a harmful drug or a drug that's to be moderated, where they look back at the average high street and go, yeah, I mean, were there any clues? (laughs) The fact that we've arranged it by 2018 that you never need to walk more than four paces. (laughs) Like, it's everywhere. Are you are you into cooking? And have you ever had any massive triumphs or failures cooking for other people? I am getting better at cooking, and I do find that I like it more than I used to. I never used to like it. I actually used to get annoyed by cooking. So I remember making a fish pie once with me and my flatmates, and it took me about two and a half hours. It was beautiful. It was incredible. It's one of the best things I've ever made. But the fury that I felt. I spent such a long time cooking it and then it was gone in five minutes. You didn't take any joy in the process no. then? But you were doing that more now? Yes. Because, like, you know, I like, I've like i got a really into podcast, so I like to put a podcast on, on music. Like, on Monday, yesterday, uh, I made uh, I made a stew and two soups. Nice. B- batch cooking. She's um, a great I've mum. I've never done that. I've never done that before. And I had, like, had a little... Obsessed with The Greatest Showman, the musical at the moment, so I had that on, I was singing along to it, and uh, just cooking everything, so that was lovely. So I am, I am finding more joy in it, but I'm, I just, I'm never going to be a natural, and like still, stuff that I've cooked 30 times, I still have to read the recipe. Oh, I, I do that. I can't retain any information, I can't retain anything. Oh, I do that. But I think, I think if you have, I think, I don't know, it's a funny thing about being a natural because I always, I have a theory that it always comes down to it's a more of a nurture than a nature thing. Because yeah. if you're capable now of taking, enjoying the time doing it and loving whatever you're listening to while you're doing it and ultimately, often I think it comes down to if you've got time. Yeah. If you're like, no, I've got two hours to make a fish pie, then you might have really enjoyed it. But if those two hours actually, like, up half your head's going, but I need to do that, that, that and that well, as well this afternoon. As a, that, was a, that was when I was a TA, a teacher assistant, and mm. gigging. So I was constantly exhausted. Yeah. And I was constantly tired. So, like, to get in from work and then spend two and a bit hours cooking something. Right. I, yeah. Yeah, no wonder. But, like, now, but I think you can... I think that you will become a natural if you do the natural side of it. But my, my laugh, Mikey, doesn't take... He describes himself as someone who can heat things up rather than cook. Yeah. but he <laughs> loves food and yeah. eating and I just think if when you grow up you never joined in with it yeah you just won't because I you know I'm, I'm no offence to my mum or anything no nor his yeah 15, you don't mm. she doesn't know what spices are or herbs or yeah. how this makes this taste or this makes this taste whereas I've actually really enjoyed now that Jim my little boy he is like interested in what's happening in the kitchen. Yeah. So it's quite nice. Like, I've got, we had garlic, we made a spaghetti, a spaghetti spread bowl uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so we got like a baguette out and I was cutting it and, and he wanted to, he saw what I was doing and he wanted to do it. So I sat him on the side and I got a little um, pastry painting brush and he painted 
I call them, I call it painting, but it was, it was you know, um, melted butter and garlic and stuff. Lush. To, to then make the gar- the bread into garlic. Oh, so, so he genuinely and, helped. Through painting everything, yeah. He was oh. And it was so lovely. I was like, oh, that's really... I, I mean, I do remember cooking uh, pies with my mum because she she's, she's really good at pastry. Mm. So I do remember watching and getting involved in cooking. And I remember that quite vividly. Because it was one of the only things we sort of cooked together. But I quite like that he's interested in it. I'm, well, I'm basically just hoping that he'll be more interested and then he'll just cook for us. <laughs> Perfect. You'll have, have a slave. A six-year-old who could just cook everything for us. Yes, please. <laughs> Rudy's keen to help, but only ever in a way that will seriously harm him. Yeah, he'd be saying, please, can you drop that chicken tonight on my foot? He wants to put his hands, he wants to put his whole self in the hot oven or like, oh if, if something's really bubbling away, he'll be like, I want to stir it now. I mean, I'm making, and you just have I'm to hold him sense. above it, sort of dangle him above it while his hand's in the hot, hot steam and let him have a few stirs. I'm, I'm making himself really well behaved. I mean, we tried to make cookies for him the other week and he just, he just kept eating the flour. <laughs> And I'm like, you're, you're too old to be just eating flour now, Jim. Like, you understand? I was like, you understand now? Please don't eat the flour. But yeah. he would just sort of look at me, wait for me, my back to be turned, and then he just he'd put his hand in and just grab a load and then just eat it. Oh. <laughs> and you can't get away with it no. because it's flour. Yeah. So it's all over his face. <laughs> you're covered in evidence. I just kept saying, but it's not even nice, Jim. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, it's very least... nice. Right, is that right. what he's saying? <laughs> it is very nice. Oh, I love him. <laughs> But next time, mate, if you're listening, go for the sugar. Go for the cookie dough. Yeah, I mean, wait until the... I know you're not supposed to eat it, but it's delicious. It's delicious. Well, there's a reason it's like the most popular ice cream flavour of all time. Because you mentioned baguette with Jim. Picture this. You've got a whole baguette. No one's looking. How are you eating it? (laughs) So once, as a university student, when I was really stoned, really stoned, um, I once stood in front of the microwave and I ate the whole baguette and um, some, I think it was brie, it was some sort of cheese mm. and what I would do is I'd rip a piece of baguette and like, rip a piece of whatever cheese it was, I stuck it on, put it in the microwave for 30 seconds, wait for it to melt, eat it, but I didn't realise how long I was stood in front of the microwave for because I just said I'm going to go get some, some food. Yeah. And my friend came back in and was like, okay, you've been like an hour, what have you been doing? I was like, I've just been stood in front of the microwave, like mesmerised <laughs> by the microwave, mesmerised by my individual pots Just having amazing microwave baguette and brie, like slice after slice. Yeah. Oh, yes. But then camembert. If you've got, if you've oh. got a baguette, I think the only acceptable way to eat it is dipped in melted camembert. Scooping out a yeah, whole hot so camembert good. with it. It's Do you tough. prefer the innards or the crusty outside? Oh. I have a school friend called Maya and we're like the most amazing baguette sharers on holidays in France because even as a little kid she'd borrow, she just, <laughs> she borrows all the middle out and eats all that and then I got all the lush crust. I like both. Mm. I think they're both, they're both good in their individual ways. I do, I do love the, um, I love it when you, you pull the big piece of baguette back and you get the melted, like the long beautiful string. Of melted cheese. Mm. So good. Oh, my mouth all just watered up just hearing you talk about that. <sighs> so it's my last question, and this is like, they're unique for each 
person I talk to and they're like my version of a um, last meal because I think that's a miserable situation to be eating in. Okay. So here's your situation. Right. Gravity has broken and half the world has flown off into space. The half who survived, including you and your family, did so because you're bright enough to get, like, magnet shoes or something. And you notice that one woman who has a cure for AIDS and who also um, knows how to do loads of other things key to survival, and on top of all that, she's one of your best mates, has started floating off. And by the power of Greyskull, using incredible might, you manage to build a tower out of chairs and cars and poles and other awkward heavy stuff, and then you climb the tower and you save her. You're a massive hero, but it's taken its toll. You're cut up and bruised and totally knackered. High on achievement, but ultimately wazzocked. Your reward is the most well-deserved feast of your life. You can go wherever you want, with whoever you want, and eat whatever you want. Where are you going, who with, and what are you having? It would be with my family. Like, my uh, like my sort of extended from this, but, well... You can't extend family. It's like your mummy, daddy, brothers, sisters, their missus, their... They're your uh, nuclear family. Us, yeah. But yeah, all extended. If it's yeah. all their missuses and kids and stuff allowed. Probably have all of them. Probably. Just loads of chips. <laughs> <laughs> Get in. What sort? Little oh. skinny, crispy ones. Oh, like different ones. Yes. Right. Oh, well, every like, different type yeah. of chip. What, KFC Chip- representing? Chippy chips. Chippy chips. Um, not KFC. No, mm-hmm. all right. Uh, sweet potato fries. Um, I hate wedges. They can go fuck themselves. Because um, you, you wish you were a chip, mate. No. <laughs> Probably like, yeah, McDonald's. Stick McDonald's in there. Um, cheesy fry. Like, you know, like kebab shop. Cheese and chips and mayonnaise. Amazing. That as well. Oh, what else? Maybe like, oh, the pub chips. Big, fat, chunky pub chips. Yes. Um, Oven? Oh yeah, right. And then like loads of bread and butter up in the middle. <laughs> white bread. Yeah. Okay, got it. Um, vinegar. Marge or chips, actual real butter? No, but real butter. Don't yeah. Mate, come on. I've just saved someone's life. <laughs> <laughs> You've taken this in exactly the spirit it was intended. <laughs> and where? Where? Oh, that's a good one. Disney World. Perfect. <laughs> Where is that even? Florida. Florida. Disney World, Florida. <laughs> Everyone in your fa- whole family that you've yeah. ever met. Just every different type of chip. Yeah. You know how to live. Thank you loads to Katie Mulgrew. For more on where you can read and see her work, then check out her Twitter, at Katie Mulg, with a K and M-U-L-G. And her website is katiemulgrew.wordpress.com. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I'm on tour right now with my stand-up show, a comedy horror story called The Silence of the Nans. There's more info on my Twitter, at Jessica Fosterkew. Please get in touch with the podcast. You can email through my website, jessicafosterkew.com. If you've enjoyed this, then please rate and review it kindly, if you will, and tell your friends. Follow us on all social media. It's at The Hoovering Pod. Music by the wonderful Mike Greenway. Until next time, happy hoovering. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.